Yes. Hello, everybody. I know it's a bit cliche, but y'all knew that was coming. <laughs> Yo, y'all knew that was coming. I have the biggest smile on my face right now. 2-0, baby. 2-0. 2-0 to lead off this beautiful season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Well, ladies, gentlemen, days, everybody. Whoever you are, whatever you are, cat, yo, whatever you are, wherever you identify are, welcome to the outlet here with CJD. It's me, it's me, CJD, and the place to be. And welcome, 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 welcome. I feel ecstatic right now. Ecstatic. All my Knicks fans out there, y'all know what it's like too. We have waited so many years for this. I don't care what you other teams say, what you other people say. You know, I got friends that are Nets fans, Lakers fans, fans of all teams. I even know a guy who's a Bucks fan. That actually, he's a bandwagon fan too. And she's a bandwagon fan too. I do not care. I have waited so many years to be 2-0 and rub it in all of your faces. Every last one of you, I am taking that key lime, that, that lemon meringue pie, and I'm throwing it all in your face. I don't care. We are 2-0 for the first time in a long time. Looking dominant, looking like we know what we're doing. Got a real coach, a real starting five, a real bench. Psst, come on, man. And look at all of y'all. All of y'all hating. All of y'all hating. Oh, well, you know, it's only the first two games. And, oh, the Knicks ain't nothing. And we'll see what happens. I don't care. I am better than you right now. That is all I care about. Today. Today. I am better than all of you. <laughs> we are better than all of you. Real Knicks fans, and like I say, and I say it all the time, I've been a Knicks fan since I was in a nutsack. Real Knicks fans know what it has been like for the last 20 years. Actually, I'll say 19 years. I'll say 19 years because last year was a bit of a surprise. But everybody knows what it's been like. And we've had our darlings here. We've had people that have represented the city. Great. Stephon Marbury. Love to have you on the show one day. But Stefan Marbury from, from, from Brooklyn, he represented the Knicks perfectly. From New York, had a lot of cachet, did his thing. Did his thing in the Rucker, too. With, I, I think that was his cousin, Zach Starbury, too. Marbury repped the city well. I wanted Telfair here, too. I don't care what nobody say. I wanted Sebastian Telfair here, too, to be in that backcourt with his cousin, Stefan Marbury, so he could have went him. We had guys that rep the city. Of course, we're going to talk about the... Of course, you know, you talk about the 90s Knicks. Mace, Oak, Hubert, uh, Herb Williams, Hubert Davis, Pat. You know, we had guys, you know, throughout the 2000s. When that, I was excited with that draft when we got uh, Chang Fry, David Lee, and Nate Robinson. I was ecstatic. I was happy. I was very happy. But today, today...
I can reign supreme over all of you. We are the number one team in New York now. According to the rankings. According to the rankings. But we are batting a thousand. We're two and zero, oh, baby. We're two and zero. Oh. Brooklyn, can you say that? <laughs> Y'all ain't two and zero. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with my Ted DiBiase laugh. <laughs> Those of you guys that are big wrestling fans, but yeah, the Knicks. We have been going in for la- for the last couple of games, and I hope I know it's maybe a honeymoon phase, but you know what? I'm not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it like. We're here, we're here to stay, and we're gonna get we're gonna beat you up every night. So now for the first two games, the Knicks had that overtime thriller. Big win. Big win. Double overtime game. I'm not gonna lie. I might have fallen asleep in the second overtime because you know I work early in the morning. But but yeah, I, I definitely definitely caught a vast majority of that game and I was on the edge of my seat. On the edge of my seat till my body gave up and I just fell asleep. But I was on the edge of my seat. It was great for the last however long. All I ever wanted. I never see people. They just want to win games. They want to win all these games and just win, 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 win every night. All I ever wanted was just to be competitive. I just wanted to be competitive. I just wanted us to compete. I wanted us to push teams each night. I wanted us the better to to. to be the team that, you know, you see the the Knicks may be under 500, but when you see us on the schedule, you know you're going to get beat up. And that was last year. And they have reestablished that this year. I am in, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm in love. I'm in love. What, what do you want me to do? I've been waiting. When, when you have, I put it like this, put it like this for all you out there. All of you have waited for a movie, TV show, um, a music album, no matter what genre, whatever it is, a music album, a video game, maybe it was like a candy, a food or something, that you waited for it to come out. You waited, you waited, you waited for it to be good. And then, you know, I'll just take I'll just take an entree from a restaurant, for example. You went to a you went to this restaurant that you wanted, that you love you you waited for years to for, for it to go to this place. And then when you get there and you get that entree that you love, and it tastes phenomenal. It's everything that you wanted it to be and more. Everything. It is the best tasting Coco Vaughn, Filet Mignon, um, even, even I, I went someplace once they fed me Yardbird. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but, but, but it was the best, the best tasting dish that you waited for, and it was satisfying. That's what this feels like to me. I have waited my entire life to see the Knicks be competitive. Just to be competitive with a team, a real team around them. Not David Lee Garden Shaq. Not Tim Hardaway Jr. throwing up 15 threes a game. Not you know what I'm saying? Not Charlie Ward playing point, even though Charlie Ward was a damn good point guard. But but not Charlie Ward playing point, not Chris Duhan, not Jerome James, aka Big Snacks, not A. Curry, not none of those guys, not none of these plug in these 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 bench guys that were plugged in to be stars in New York that never panned out. The only one in my opinion that was worth it was Marbury. And we were getting guys second tier. Why why is it that we always had guys way after their prime? 
I know y'all remember when we got Steve Steve Francis Steve Francis. Oh yeah, we got Stevie Franchise. Way after he's he's done. Oh yeah, we got T Mac. Way after he's done. Penny Hardaway. When his leg was hanging on by a thread. Like yo, I'm I'm sick of that. I was sick of that. But now it seems like we have a core of young guys that all want to play together, want to be coached hard, and want to go through the gro- the growing pains. That's what the main thing is. They, when you start something in life, and this is what I've learned, when you start something in life, it's not automatically going to be perfect. I mean, look at me look at me here, starting this thing. Hey, it's not automatically perfect. You have to go through growing pains. You have to try things. You got to do trial and error. And that's what the Knicks are doing. That's what Tibbs is for. That's what Tibbs is with. Derrick Rose, too. I don't care what anybody says. Derrick Rose is the coach on the floor. Tibbs is the coach on the bench. The two of them are running the squad. And I love it. Love it. Love it. First two games this season... I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. We are the best team in the league in the first two games this season. First two games, Knicks have scored 259 points, averaging 30 and a half assists, 46 and a half rebounds, shooting 50 percent from field goal range. Field goal percentage. They have a 50 percent field goal percentage. When was the last time you heard that? This ain't 94. This ain't 96. When was the last time you heard that? Shooting 41% from three. They have 40 defensive rebounds. Mitch Robinson. These are the, and these are the good points, ladies and gentlemen. Mitch Robinson is averaging 13, and a half, 13 rebounds and eight and a half points a game. He's been, see, now seeing Mitch in the paint, you wonder what that Atlanta series could have been if Mitch was there. Trey Young wouldn't be getting to the paint the way he was doing. He wouldn't have been getting all those floors up. It would have been a battle between Mitch and Clint Capella, but that's last season. We'll talk about that when we when we're in the third, we're in the second round this year. Don't worry about it. But that that was last season. But Julius, Julius, he's been our star again. The shot selection has always been my thing with him, but he's showing me, he's showing me that he practiced all season at making these tough shots, making these step backs, making all these. And we and again, I wasn't a big fan of the Melo trade. Not only did we lose half our team, we lost um, we lost uh, a, good, a damn good GM and T president, Donnie Walsh. But we showed that we could score, especially especially when we had Melo. Melo was a big time scorer. Not a big fan of the trade, but Melo can score. And Melo was teaching Julius Randle a lot of these things for scoring. I think Julius needs to give the ball up a little more sometimes. But he's he's showing the range of his game. He's not showing that he's just a one-trick pony. And last season was just, you know, a, 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 a fait accompli. I believe that's how you use that term. Excuse me. Just, you know, go where are the day, calendar. <laughs> but, yeah, he's showing, he's showing that he his overall game has improved vastly. You know, Obi Toppin, last two games, 13 and a half off the bench. And I know everybody is screaming, oh, this is why we drafted him number eight. This is why we drafted Relax, guys. It's only the first couple games. The guy has shown that he has worked on his jumper. He's finally, he feels, in my opinion, he looks a lot. He looks way more comfortable now on the floor. Last year, he looked like he was finding his way and trying to see what was going on. But the substitution package that I like, that he's really flourishing in, and it's going to go great this season, is Obi Toppin and Julius Randle running the show at the at the, um, at the the 4 and the 5. That is a dangerous combo, and I've seen it in the first two games. 
and I'm I pray to see it over the next season or over the whole season, because when those who are on the court and they're clicking, it is disgusting. It's disgusting. They're going to run you out the gym. Now, of course, everything is good right now. Everything is great, but everything isn't always good. You know, sometimes you do have negatives, even when you have a positive. A couple of negatives for me right now are RJ is only taking nine shots a game. I mean, Evan Fournier, a.k.a. Aaron Aflalo, has really, you know, taken taken the realm and taken, taken the reins of uh, trying to score and and pushing everything and pushing the pace and pushing the tempo, which has worked. Evan, we it was a shootout game one against the Celtics. We don't win if Evan Fournier does. Excuse me, if Aaron Flower doesn't score, we don't win if he's not taking shots and throwing those shots up and just competing. We don't win. So you know what? I'm grateful. I'm grateful he's here. I'm grateful he's doing what he gotta do defensively. He's 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 doing his thing. He's listening to Tibbs. But RJ, you gotta step it up, brother. You know what I'm saying? Number three pick in the draft. You were the season that you were drafted with Zion. When Zion went down that season, and I remember this, cause I, I was heavy watch college basketball. When Zion, when Zion went down, they were considering you the number one player in the in the in the draft. You, not Cam Reddish. You, my man. You. Congratulations, happy birthday, RJ. I know you're 21 now. You're a big boy. So you know what? You get big boy criticism from everybody. Everybody, you got to step it up, bro. You got to step it up. Stop being scared. RJ Barrett shooting 55% from the free throw line. 55. Like, dude, come on, man. Come on. Stop being scared. And 25% from three, you were supposed to be working on your threes all season. Remember, I remember over the summer when you were playing for Canada, weren't you averaging 23 and a half points at some point? Like, dude, come on. Where's that guy? I'm a, I I want that guy. I, it, it seems like we have the Evan Fournier from France. It seems like Brooklyn got the Patty Mills that was from France. But we need RJ from Canada. We don't need RJ from Duke. We need RJ from Canada. Step it up, bro. Please. Please. Kemba Walker. He was my biggest red flag for the season. I know that's like, you know. It's like the cool thing to say today. Oh, red flags. But I, he, my biggest red flag for the season was Kemba. Because Kemba Walker has been injury prone since he's walked in the league. We're not seeing the same Kemba that we saw at UConn. We're not seeing the guy that hit the step back on that like seven foot whatever guy made him crumble like a bag of, like a bag of chips in the bottom of your purse, ladies, and hit that three-pointer. We're not seeing that guy right now. Over the first two games, I know it's only been two games. We have seen a myriad of bad decision making on Kemba's play on, on by Kemba late in the late in the game against the Celtics. A lot of bad decision making, not a lot, but we've seen some bad. Kemba's only shooting. Kemba's only scoring ten and a half points a game. I know it's the first two games, and he's he's still getting his he's getting his bearings. And he's doing what he gotta do, but dude, you gotta pick it up before you get hurt. <laughs> at some point this season, and I know, I, and I want to hear about, oh yeah, that's being negative. Yeah, that's, that's not being negative because it's gonna happen at some point. We all know it. It's inevitable. It's like taxes. <laughs> like yo, Kemba Walker getting hurt is like taxes. And Fournier too. So we gotta collect these wins and do what we gotta do while we have them now. Kemba's also shooting fifty percent from the free throw line, averaging two assists per game. That's not what I need from a point guard. I know Kemba. Kemba wasn't really bought here to be a point guard. Kemba was bought here 
to be a scoring point guard. And I hey, if we need you to dish and swish, as Clyde says. So Kemba, pick it up, do what you gotta do, my man, because it's not going to benefit New York if you're the one that's sitting there holding us back. All right. And another thing, Kevin Knox, you have to go. Please, Steve Mill, uh, uh, not Steve Mill, Leon Rose. Uh, what's the guy's name? Worldwide West, Steve Mill. Yo, get, I don't, I don't even think Steve Mills is here anymore. But yo, get this guy out of here. Get this guy out of, out of here. The guy, he put, he's not playing. He's not contributing anything. This is year four of the Kevin Knox experience, experiment. He needs to go. G. Oh, 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 goo! He has to go. It's over for him here. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting tired of him. You know, just pretty much just existing. We can get somebody that that that's what that's what Frank Nilakina was doing. Actually, no, Frank Nilakina was really he he participated in the games. He locked down people. Kevin Knox is just sitting there getting paid, and I feel him because I would do this too if I was in the league. Kevin Knox is sitting there getting sitting on the end of the bench. It's sweet. You get paid millions of dollars sitting on the end of the bench. You get free kicks, courtside NBA game. Yo, why not? Why not? You like to kill the varsity team that doesn't play, but you get a jersey. And <laughs> you can just go to the varsity parties. Like, yo, it's all good. But yeah, that's something that that's something that needs to happen. Kevin Knox has to he really, 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 really has to go. And I'm not understanding why the Knicks continue to waste their time with him. But he really, 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 really has to go. Now, how I feel also is one of the negatives here is uh Mitch's uh Mitch Robinson's conditioning. I know he's just getting back from um from an injury. He was sitting out for a while. Did gain a lot of muscle, so he's he, he just has to get back into the swing of the NBA game and get back into the swing of the conditioning. But I mean, the first two games, dude, he, you're deadly. You're deadly. You're yo. You're you're doing what you gotta do. You're handling business and you're impacting. Forget about scoring. Forget about all that. Impact the shots and get the ball and 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 just get the ball in the rim. Now. I love this bench also. I love this bench. All the young guys. Let's get some more run with the new guys. Keep working on the new. I'm going to call them the young three of the bench. And added to add them with OB and quickly and D Rose is dangerous. I mean the new three of McBride, Grimes, and Jericho Sims. You know, keep developing those guys. I love what they have to offer. And I want them in New York. For a long, long, long time. So now tonight, the Knicks play the Magic again. Two two matchups that I'm, that I'm really looking at are going to be Julius Randle versus Mo Bamba and Mitch Robinson versus Wendell Carter Jr. Can they both lock them down? Can they? Can it happen? You know, we're going to see. Let's hope the Knicks go 3-0 tonight. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with how I personally feel. About all of this that's going on. All you bandwagon fans and all that. Do not. Do not. Please do not come my way. Please do not come my way. I'm going to leave you with some kind words. From WWE former world champion Mark Henry. Those of you that are wrestling fans. Thank you. Everybody thank you for listening. 
thank you for liking and subscribing. Please send, feel free to send me your feedback. And everybody, have a good day. It's me, it's me, it's CJD and a place to be. And it's me and Mark Henry. Later. Share it with none of you.